Shelly. Hey, Jessica. Ooh, I love that little cackle at the end. <laughs> she's she's ooh. cackling. It is the night before ooh. Halloween. It's All Hallows Eve, Eve. Eve, Eve, Eve. Eve. And it's great. And I think I might get dressed up tomorrow just for the hell of it. Yeah. Fuck it. I, have, I mean, I have nothing to do tomorrow. But and... you can't move in that costume. Do you remember? Oh, no, I remember. And I can't sing in it. And yes. You sounded great. No, I literally couldn't sing. You couldn't breathe. That's the thing. It wasn't even about singing. It was singing. just choking me, but it I felt really cool it's in like it. It's like that whole, if it takes pain to be beautiful kind of <laughs> statement was a person and a costume. That was you. <laughs> Oh, man. But you looked great. It was an awesome costume. It was a fun party. It was a fun party. We had good good karaoke uh, good moments. <clears throat> we had some good uh, homemade soup. I made a Hocus Pocus charcuterie board. That was amazing. I think you should post that on our Instagram. Yeah. Okay. I think you should. All right. For tomorrow, for Halloween. Okay, for like, Halloween. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> In spirit of Halloween. Yes. Um, I will not be dressing up tomorrow. But I will probably, maybe I'll put her like my Beetlejuice t-shirt or something. Do you go to the office <clears throat> tomorrow? No, I'm home. When you used to go to the office, did your like work dress up or was mm. it like half and half or? It depends on what was going on and what team I was on. Yeah. And sometimes they were cool and sometimes they were dorks and, you Didn't know. dress up. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's I- always been different, different places <clears throat> I've worked. I was... In a Halloween costume contest at one place I worked, other places nobody did anything. Usually yeah. I showed up dressed up anyway. That's, that's awesome. Oh my God, we would be like, remember on Legally Blonde when she shows up yes. to the house in a Playboy bunny outfit and they just spit out their water everywhere. She's like, oh, yes. Well, I need to rewatch that. It is so great though. And she's just walking around and. She's walking around this bunny outfit because they said it was a costume party. Could you imagine being invited to a costume party? Yeah, and being the the only only one dressed up. That would be me. 100%. You would would give zero fucks. I would give zero fucks. You'd be like, it's a costume party. You're all fucking losers or not messing up. Yes, exactly. You're missing out. You're totally missing out. So what did you think? So last week we were just trying to, I'm like, man, time flies. Oh my gosh. It was nine days ago. Doesn't it feel That's like it was bananas. like. I still need to email the people. <laughs> we don't even it's know It's on my happened. to-do list to well, we do. Have, but... well, you've had a little bit going on. We were getting yeah. our tarot cards re- read. Remember yes. that? Oh, and I brought We my... have our tarot cards. Oh, we should do that too. Yes. Maybe we'll do that at the end. Okay. <clears throat> because then we'll get all on sidetrack. And I do want to share a couple stories I, I found that were kind of creepy. Okay, cool. Um, however... Last week, we went to that Graeme... Was it Graeme Park? Graeme Park. And uh, it's, it's in like this Hatborough. Spooky area. house. Not Hatborough, um, Horsham area. Like a historical house. Not mm-hmm. like a spooky, like people dress up and like jump out yeah. at you kind of house. Like a legit historical house. Yes. It was fucking awesome. And except for these, you know, tween age girls, whatever... I don't know. They were like 12. And they were like borderline the most annoying fucking kids I ever... Just be quiet when people are talking. It was so hard. It was so like... It was a perfect setting to just be creepy as fuck with the guy just talking. And they were like trying to make noises. And I... Like, just don't be an asshole. Just don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Like, just don't. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Right? So on that fuck them kids scenario, how about that house? For real. I the loved rooms. it. Okay, okay. Go, so go, here's go. the thing. Like I've said before since we started this, when I go into a house 
I can usually sense if something's going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, I walked into that house and I was like, this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. But there were certain rooms that I would walk into and I was like, no, I don't not. I don't yeah. not like the fuck, like, what's no. going on in here. It was weird. Something's going on in here. And there was one room in particular I remember as soon as we walked into, I was like, no, nope something's up in here and of course the tour guy's like so this is the most haunted room in the house (laughs) and i was like of course it is yes and what room was it fuck them kids room it was that kids room it was the kids room right and the thing that stood out to me the most from like i have a really bad memory so i can't remember everything that happened but the story that creeped me out the most is like there's a closet in there and sometimes so it locks from the inside which is like fucked up that is fucked up so like i don't know like why is there a lock do people lock themselves in there i guess but why would you need to do that anyway they said just the tour guide not even like the paranormal tour guide the regular historical tour guide was like sometimes we walk in here and the door is open sometimes we walk in here and it's closed and locked we never know what we're gonna get when we walk in and how is it locked from the inside i love it that's so fucking creepy <laughs> i love that it is, that is it like it's locked from the inside so just do the math people if they didn't do it and there's no one in the closet yeah i love it i mean fuck that okay so the room that creeped me out although this was hilarious because you know i can't <clears throat> i can't ever be quiet because you know in that type of setting when it's like too quiet it's like awkward so I feel like I need to say something. Yeah. And then I'm just an asshole most of the time. No, I no. Just, I try great. to not, I don't know. But the one room we were in had like mannequins. I know. Why did they have mannequins? I don't know, but that was just like fucked life-size up. Like life-size dolls, basically. Fuck you and your mannequins. We should post a picture of that oh one mannequin God. girl, too. I will too. put whatever out on, on Facebook and Instagram. It's crazy. I didn't yet because we didn't really talk about it yet. And I wanted to, you know, kind of save the, the pictures to go with experiences, but... We're literally all just standing in the dark in most of these rooms. And you're just like, well, if something's going to kill me, like, I really don't have anywhere to go. Like, it's yeah, just going to kill I'm all of us, and that's that. Stuck in this room. We are putting ourselves in a dangerous situation. But the mannequins were... I I kept looking at the one girl mannequin, like, expecting her to move her hands or something. I have a great I picture know. of it I have to send to you. Oh, yeah. I have one of you taking a picture of it. Yes. <laughs> Which just sounds really fucking creepy. I did take pictures of you. You just had like this glistening black hair and <laughs> the spooky light. I'm like, I gotta capture this. This is a cool picture. And I kept, I did the thing that they re- recommended, which is like, take a lot of pictures, they mm-hmm. said, and then go back and play with the contrast. Yes. I didn't find anything, but every I, single photo I played with the contrast and I didn't see I, I didn't even get a chance to go through all of my photos, but I do have some videos and I have some recordings. I didn't really hear anything yet, but I'm also still getting through them. Yeah. But it was... Yeah, it was great because... So there was the regular, like, historical ghost tour where, like, the tour guide shared his own ghost experiences, just, Mm -hmm. like, regular, like, run-of-the-mill. And then there was the paranormal tour, which was guided by the paranormal group. Mm -hmm. You know, Old City Paranormal, Mm -hmm. I think it was. Yes, they were awesome. They were great. And, like, they encouraged us (laughs) to take recordings and take pictures and take videos. They had, like their infrared camera that was so cool i've never been a part of that i always see that shit on tv and i'm like yeah they're fucking nerds and i'm like i was geeking out on it i thought it was awesome 
And I, I took a lot of uh, voice recording in that one room where we sat in silence basically the whole time. And we just like had this recorder out oh my God. and we had this little like electrical something yeah. that if a ghost was going to talk, like it would go was green. Was it ERG or, or something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But that was the room that was my favorite where it was like dead silent. And, and we like, just asked questions. Yeah, I of course. That. He's like, would you like to ask questions? And I don't even know what the fuck I said, but I said something. Like, I think I was like, do you want us to leave? And I was like, <laughs> because. And then I think I answered you and I was like, oh, fuck it. of course they want us to leave. There's like 200 <laughs> people in their house or whatever. But that was the room that the guy said, he was like, we got a voice recording of someone say, get out. Yes. And he played it for us. And I was like, no fucking way and he played it for us again and yes. it literally was like get out yeah. that's why i was like do you want us to leave yes and what i don't know what else but we didn't have any reaction from that room but i did feel something in that kid's room there's a kid's room and then there was the servant's room across the hall <gasps> oh. with the clothes laid out in the bed that they said someone got sick in there mm-hmm. yuck and the second time we went back by that room i felt just this immense set of yeah. like sense of dread. Yeah, you just feel like something's constantly following you in every room, and you know. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And we talked to them, a couple of them, and I I need to email them because I told them a little bit about the experience here yes. because you. I, I basically, okay, so the real <laughs> story that she's holding back is I said, get the fuck over there and talk to them, people. Tell them your house is haunted. And, you know, this one girl was sharing a, a little bit of her experience. Like, I think my house is haunted because there's a stain on the carpet. And, and the cat like, looks at it. And the cat makes weird eyes with the stain on the carpet. We're like, what the fuck? Seriously, <laughs> like, her house is, like, legit haunted. Like, fuck this stain. Her house is haunted. Like, light switches are going off. Alexa is singing music. Yes. Whatever. I mean, it was just, I wish somebody had put a camera, like, right on my face, <laughs> like they do The Office or something. And you look at the where camera. Where I just look at the camera like, is she fucking serious? <laughs> like, I don't know if you caught that. So between the teenage kids and the girl who swears her house is haunted because she has a stain on her rug. Oh, my gosh. What? If I were her, everything that happened here, I would be, like, freaking out. Like, but. That girl could not can't. hang. She, she couldn't hang here. She could not hang here. She would have a full-blown And they were attack. like, oh, we'll go to your house and, like, check it out. And I was like, I'm sorry. Don't go to her house. Like, can you come to my house? Can please? you come to the real haunted house? <laughs> the one that we So are. I do want – and I do want to email them. So I will do that maybe tonight or tomorrow um, because they said they would have a team of three people mm-hmm. that would come out here, check it out for a night, go home. Then they would send another team of different three people and they wouldn't share their findings with each other mm-hmm. and they check it out separately and Very then cool. they combine their findings. That's cool. Which I think is really cool. That is really fucking and cool. And they said they do it for free. They just do yes. this for fun. I mean, we are not getting paid to do this podcast. I know. You know that, right? I we are doing this for fun right now. I want to do what they do. I know. Can I want to imagine going to all these spooky are we gonna are we gonna join a paranormal group? I want to join their group. I really liked their I mean, group. They were kind of cool. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. I don't know if I feel like going to Old City all the time, but you know. Well, but they go to different they, places. Yeah. They went to you. They said they come. Yeah. They knew where I lived. I'm not gonna say it here. I almost did, but they knew where yeah. I lived. Yeah. So. Yeah. You don't want yeah. any crazies out on mischief night. No. Finding out where you live. No. Well, you all. Speaking of happenings in your house, you have a very funny story. Um, 
I texted you and yes. I was like, I this forget exactly amazing. what I said, but I was like, Alexa's freaking out. I gotta look it up right now. I'll tell you exactly, folks, what she said because we were like, what the fuck? And um, you, I think you said, no. <laughs> it sounds about right. Where I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I'm really terrible at this. So. Oh, I can't wait to tell you. It was crazy. She was like, guys. Oh, here we go. So we're on a group text with our girlfriends, um, Bex and Shannon. Shout, shout out. out. So um, just starts off with Alexa is haunted. She went full blast clown music in my girl's room with no prompting, like terrifying music. And it kept getting louder and louder. <laughs> so I just put no with a bunch of O's at the end. She wrote, it's insane. I'm going to sage when dinner's over. Shannon just weighs in. Sage is a very good idea. And here's me. Holy shit, girl. That's too close to Halloween. So this so is what re- happened. So Gwen and Elsie come running down stairs. I'm making dinner. Doug's at work. Like, whatever. And, like, so there... Here's some backstory. The third floor... I'm sorry. It's definitely haunted. Like, <laughs> closet just- door is just open there. Like, the... Gwen's legit, like, freaked out by the third floor, which is fair. Like, I wouldn't... I've slept there before. It's just a little unsettling. So, when they run downstairs from the third floor, and they're, like, laugh crying because they're so scared, and I was like, like, what's what's happening? And they're like, okay, Alexa just came on. There's this creepy clown music. We kept trying to tell Alexa oh, no. to stop. And it just got louder and louder and louder. And we can't turn it off. And I was like, holy Of course, shit. like, I have to stay level-headed and be like, oh, like, your, your, I'm sure there's a reasonable... Your mom expert. hat went on. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And I was like, okay, um, can you watch this that I'm making? I'll go check it out. And I walk upstairs and, like... I don't even know how to describe how terrifying this music was. It was like oh, clown God. music in the background with like rah, 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 <gasps> like this no. growling voice singing. Oh my God. And it was so loud. And I was like, no wonder they were terrified. Like this is terrifying to me. Like what, what could they have possibly said to make this music play? Oh my God. So I stopped it. I told Alexa to stop and she did. Um, and I was, like, texting you guys. I was texting Doug. I was like, oh, God. But here's the thing. Doug has an app on his phone where he can hear all the commands that Alexa gets. Oh, so shit. So as soon as he came home, I was like, you have to listen because I need to know what happened. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. we have listened to Alexa before and have heard other voices. <laughs> Fuck. T- telling I her to do things. chills all down my right arm in case anyone's. So, like, I knew if something else said something, we would hear it because it's happened before. God, So we distinctly heard other children in the house. I'm not pointing fingers, but another child's voice that we know very well say, Alexa, play poop in Gwen and Elsie's room. Poop. That's what that was? Apparently. And then and then the voice says, Alexa, turn volume up to 10 <gasps> in Gwen and Elsie's room. So that's, it was, there was Holy. a very, 
So talk about holy shit, no <laughs> pun intended. But holy shit, that's what made well, that noise? I have more questions. I feel like we need what? to ask her to play that again because... If that shit is not clown music, then that is even more fucked up. I don't that know means, what it was. That means that kid asked for something and something else came out. We, well, after this, let's ask her to play poop. Yeah. And see what happens. Because if it's the oh. same thing, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I like, have it was terrifying. I have chills. It's so- but then it was a whole like thing at dinner because we were kind of like, we know what happened. And everyone's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And we're like, no, we like actually know exactly who oh. did it. So mm, little shit. You can stop now. No pun intended. You little, <laughs> you little shit. You little poops. Oh my God. So wow. That freaked me out. Yeah. A lot. And then made me laugh. A I was lot. freaked out. Like I didn't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> it was oh. so terrifying. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what is wrong with me? No, uh, no, it was great. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry for the false alarm. It's okay. It was a good prank, but you had to have been terrified. I was. I was. You had to have been because I. I don't even know what the noise or the sound is, but just children telling you they saw something. That's yeah. like your first indicator. Yeah. Then you hearing it yourself. Yes. Terrifying and terrifying. Just and it was very loud and very, very frightening. Nope. It was the worst music. It would have been even creepier as we went up there. It was completely silent. No, and it then, was. Like, they I... could hear it and you couldn't or something. Oh, that would be creepy. Like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I just they could very easily play that prank on me. No. I'm very gullible. Well, now you're not going to believe anything Alexa says. Because you're going to be thinking it's the kids playing a prank. Yeah. So who's going to be able to decipher what's real? You're going to have to check the app every day. <laughs> I know. Well, I I mean, I know we had so much going on with this, you know, haunted tour and everything. But, you know, I wouldn't just try to get some uh, some scary stories back Ooh, in here. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is a, an article I ran across uh, earlier today. And I just thought it was cool because we, we talk about... The um, oh the the one paranormal guy that was there from Old City Paranormal was a former police officer or he is yeah. a police officer or something, so it was just so cool. Our eyes lit up when he said, "I'm a, you know a, yeah. a police officer," and he used to get calls about stuff, and we're like, "Yes, like <laughs> this is awesome," because you know whatever it was just we just literally had a cop episode like how many episodes ago, but anyway, so then I was thinking about how. Have you ever watched the news and saw something? Yes. Okay. I love those. Yeah, so I'm here, so glad you looked this up. So I might not get through all of them, but there are 11 terrifying but true horror stories reported in the news. I love that. From fatal exorcisms to unexplained deaths and devil worship. These are some real life nightmares. Okay. We've seen some of them. We have. Um, and this is, I, I just have to give the credit to the... Uh, the, the writers of this, they did such a great job. Matt Miller and Lauren Krunk. Um, this is at an article from, oh my goodness, I think it's called The Elite or something. Shout out, man, Lauren. Esquire, not, not Elite. Good Lord. Esquire magazine. Esquire magazine. Mm. Yes. Okay, so the, um, the first story is the Axe Murder House. Uh, actually, let me back up. I'm going to read what they actually wrote before this, this little, little blurb. A terrifying movie or book or show gets your blood pumping in the moment of consumption. Sure, 
we've covered our eyes in squid game with the rest of the world, but for the most part, you rest easy afterward knowing that what you witnessed is fiction, deliberately spun up, spun up to creep you out. When the real world gets eerier than anything Stephen King could dream up, that's when you have every right to get a little scared of the dark. Once in a while, a story of a dreadful disappearance, demonic possession, or devil worship will land in the local paper instead of a pulpy old paperback. We've rounded up the most unnerving real-life tales below. In honor of spooky season, here are 11 we can't stop thinking about. Cool. The Axe Murder House. <clears throat> Gotta love a good axe murder. Good axe murder. Which yeah. one? Mm. There are the, a couple of them. Basil Balisic. I've, I've heard of it. It's V-I-L-L-I-S-C-A. Villisca? Villisca. Villisca. The Villisca Axe Murder House in Villisca, Iowa is a well-known tourist attraction for ghost hunters and horror lovers alike. The site of a gruesome unsolved 1912 murder in which six children and two adults oof, had their skulls completely crushed by the axe mm. of an unknown perpetrator was purchased in 1994, so the house itself was purchased in 1994, restored to its 1912 condition, and converted it into a tourist destination. It costs $4.28 a night to stay at the old haunted home. You can stay there? Yeah. I don't fucking... Mm. Uh, no, vis visitors I, always report. Can. I mean, obviously, they're going yeah. to. They're going to report strange paranormal experiences, such as visions of a man with an axe roaming the halls, or the faint screams That's of children. terrifying. If I heard a child scream... Or you saw the person, <gasps> the ghost of the person running mm. through the halls. No. Good grief. So I love creepy stuff, but I would not stay there. No. No. Nope. There's there's limits. There, that's there. my limit. Yeah. Clown motel? Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. A, give yeah. me a clown motel any day. Not the axe murder house. No. No. But in November of 2014, the haunting took a darker turn. Robert Stephen Larson Jr., 37, of Rhinelander, Wisconsin, was on a regular recreational paranormal visit with friends. Oh, when, you know, like you do. Like we just did last week. <laughs> when true horror struck. Per vice, his companions found him stabbed in the chest, an apparently self-inflicted wound, <gasps> called 911, and Larson was brought to a nearby hospital before being helicoptered to Creighton University Medical <sighs> Center in Omaha. The Montgomery County Sheriff's Office said Larson suffered the self-inflicted injury at about 12.45 a.m., which is around the same time the 1912 axe murders in the house began. Got chills. Larson wow. recovered from his injuries, but has never spoken publicly about what occurred that day. For Martha Lynn, the owner of the home, the incident was very upsetting. It's publicity, but it's not exactly the kind of publicity you desire to have. I don't want people thinking that when they come to the Basilica Axe Murder House, something's going to happen that's going to make them do something like that. The house remains open for tourist visits and overnight stays today. Wow. What the fuck? Where is this? Indiana, Illinois? Iowa. Iowa? Sorry. Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. So fuck that. Fuck Iowa. Sorry. Iowa. No, we love you. But, but oh I'm my not gosh, not going to that murder <clears throat> house. Nope, nope. Would you go on a tour? I'd go on a tour if I get yeah. to leave. Not at 12.45 a.m. No. Why would you, why would you, why? I can't even get words out. I don't know. I know, like, there are mm. podcasters that I listen to that, like, stayed overnight at the Lizzie Borden house, which, like, Ooh. again, like. I don't know. I might. I don't I, know. 
I don't know. Now I'm saying like I don't know. I might be like fucking We have gung-ho. to. We have to find a place and we, we're gonna go. We have to. That's that's like non-negotiable. Okay. Okay, you ready for the haunted doll? Yes. Okay. Always. You know you love a good haunted doll. <laughs> when you think of haunted dolls, it's likely the creepy old Victorian looking porcelain kind that springs to mind. None of which you probably have laying around lies. Well. As I'm looking at a headless doll, <laughs> doll torso <laughs> torso on her table from Halloween decorations. Porcelain dolls in the other room. <clears throat> Fuck them dolls. So still, don't get too comfortable comfortable around any kids' toys too soon, though. So like, you know, you think about the old creepy toys, okay? So now I'll think more modern. Yeah. A Disney's frozen Elsa doll. That was gifted for Christmas 2013 in the Houston area made headlines earlier this year when it was it seemingly became haunted. Per KPRC2 Houston News, the doll recited phrases from the movie Frozen and sang Let It Go when a button on its necklace was pressed. Okay. Seems pretty normal. For two years it did that in English, Mother Emma Madonia said. In 2015, it started doing it alternating between Spanish and English. Okay. There wasn't a button that changed these. It was just random. Okay. So now it's speaking Spanish and English. Okay. The family has owned the doll for more than six years and never changed its batteries. The mother says the doll would randomly begin to speak and sing with its switch turned off. Oh, no. No, when that happens... Sorry, I gotta... I try to... It's not a good thing. Yeah, no. So it didn't have its switch on at all. Fuck that. Don't like that. The family decided to throw the creepy doll out uh, out in December of 2019. So do you throw... Wait, do you throw a creepy doll before I even read the... Read, would I do that? Would you, would you throw the creepy doll out? Yes. Okay. But... Let's see what I, happens. I have it. had a... A, a toy that wouldn't stop <clears throat> making noise mm-hmm. and I did once take it out and like pound it down with a hammer to make it stop <gasps> before I threw it out because I didn't want it just like in the garbage just making noise non-stop for I the mean, neighbors. I understand. You were just but trying to was, silence it. Silence. I was known as the hammer after that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I so I might hammer the doll first before which is terrifying i know but like you want to make sure it doesn't make any noise but yes oh i would throw God. it out to okay answer your question <clears throat> okay so the family decided to throw the creepy doll out in december of 2019 weeks later they found it inside a bench in their living room no oh huh. this is why i asked the kids insisted they didn't put it there, and I believed them because they wouldn't have dug through the garbage outside. Madonia oh. told KPRC2 Houston News. I would freak out. At that point, Elsa ceased to sing the English rendition of Let It Go altogether, speaking only Spanish when pressed. The family then double-bagged the bizarre doll and placed it at the bottom of their garbage, which was taken out on garbage day. They went on a trip shortly after, but when they returned, Elsa, too, had come back and was waiting in the backyard of their home. This time, the family mailed Elsa to a family friend in Minnesota who taped the haunted doll to the front bumper of his truck. It doesn't seem to have made its way back to Houston yet, as per Madonna's latest February Facebook update on the creepy doll. That is, that makes me want to cry because it's so crazy 
terrifying. Like, what if your fucking doll just starts speaking? No, I mean, that's one thing, and you're like, okay. And then the, the switch is off, and you're like, okay, that's weirder. But you throw it out, and it comes you back. You throw it out, and it comes back. You throw it out again, and it comes back again. No. That's Annabelle shit right there. That's Annabelle shit all oh, over it. That was good. That was good. Thanks. That got me. I mean, you want one more? Let's see what we I'll got. Take as many as you want. I mean, I'll just be here all day. All right, so a deadly exorcism. In August 2016, in North London... 26-year-old Kennedy Ife, I apologize if I'm saying that right, it's I-F-E, um, began acting strange and aggressive following a pain in his throat. He reportedly bit his father, threatened to cut off his own penis, and complained of a python or snake inside of him before his family restrained him to a bed with cable ties and excessive force. As the BBC reported, the family then set about attempting to cure Kennedy through restraint and prayer over the next three days, the court was told. His brother, Colin Ife, told police, it's clear that thing was in him, what we believed was a demon because it was not natural. It was clearly trying to kill him, he said. We had to restrain him for himself. It was, a clear, it was clear that if we didn't restrain him, he would have tried to harm people in our family. Kennedy had been bound to his bed for three days without medical attention when his brother called emergency services, explaining that Kennedy was complaining of dehydration. He appeared to have developed breathing issues and was pronounced dead at 10, 17 a.m. Oh, that's so sad. As The Independent reported, while police were at the house, <clears throat> Colin allegedly carried out an attempted resurrection by chanting and praying for Mr. Ife. All seven of Kennedy Ife's family members were accused of manslaughter, false imprisonment, and causing or allowing the death of a vulnerable adult. A post-mortem examination revealed over 60 wounds including a possible bite on Kennedy's body. And his father, Kenneth, along with four of his brothers, sustained injuries as well. The BBC reported, Kenneth told jurors he ordered his sons to take shifts and use overwhelming force, but denied that an association with cults, occults, and secret societies played any part in the death. After a four-day jury deliberation, all seven family members were cleared of charges on March 14, 2019. Huh. So, see, here's the thing though. Like, did they start by taking him to, like, I don't know, a psychiatrist? No, I, you would think that would be like the, that, the first step, right? Maybe they did. I don't know. I'm just saying. It doesn't, like, it just says they just attempted to cure. Okay, so just, maybe they did. They were just assholes. Or maybe they're assholes. I don't know. But. I don't know. I, I'm going to claim the uh, asshole route because that just sounds That's like, sad. very torturous. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Here we go. Dead animals in the walls. Oh, God. You know, that's always a fun topic. Oh, for a... God. You know, when we first got our first cat, um, she was like the tiniest little thing. And I brought her home. And as soon as she got home, she found the one hole in our wall that I never knew was there. And she like crawled into the wall and was there for two whole fucking oh. days. And I was terrified that she was going to just, like, stay in there forever. And I just, we mm. took shifts. We were there 24-7 by this, like, hole in the wall waiting for the cat to come oh out. Oh, my and the, God. It was really scary. But she came out, and now she's fine. She's too big to fit in the wall. Aww. We clearly closed the hole, obviously. But my goodness. Cats in the wall. Cats in the wall. Well, I'm glad that she is alive. She is. Okay. So this is dead animals in the wall. 
So I don't know how to turn that story around, <laughs> but... Okay. <clears throat> when the Bretsus family decided to insulate their home in Auburn, Pennsylvania oh. in 2015, they discovered that it had already been with scores of dead animal carcasses. Oh. Lovely. As Fox reported, the dead animals Scores. Were... Yes, scores. That's like... Yikes. I don't know. As Fox reported, the dead animals were wrapped in newspapers from the 1930s and 40s <gasps> and were among half-used spices and other items. After removing the items, they sent hundreds of artifacts and carcasses to an expert in Kutztown. Hey, Kutztown. Yay, Kutztown. The expert attributed the rotting animals in their walls to powwow or Dutch magic, a ritual originating in the culture of the Pennsylvania Dutch to treat ailments and gain physical and spiritual protection. The Pennsylvania Dutch were a group of German-speaking settlers to Pennsylvania in the 16 and 1700s and are of Lutheran, Mennonite, or Amish faiths. The Washington Post notes on the magic. Many of the spells deal with the care of livestock, finding water, or the treatment of minor ailments, reflecting the conditions and concerns of early American settlers. But powwow also has within it a tradition of darker spells, and even of such things as conjuring demons. One notable ritual in their tradition is this hex to create loyalty in a dog. In a dog. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just train the dog. I mean, basically. My dog doesn't leave me alone. I didn't <laughs> do any hex on the dog or anything. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. To attach a dog to a person, providing nothing else was used before to affect it, try to draw some of your blood and let the dog eat it. No, along thank you. with his food and he will stay with you. No, thank you. Ew. The mold found on the rotting carcasses in the Bretz's home has caused illness among the family members. Oh, no. Jeez. And they say that the odor hasn't gone away. So that was, um, you know, dead animals in the wall. Just just gross. (laughs) Absolutely gross. Total newsworthy. I didn't didn't know that the Pennsylvania Dutch did stuff like that. It's interesting. All right, let me see if I can get a good one here because that was just, I need to turn turn that one around. Not that anything's going to be happier than that, but... You never know. The death of Elisa Lamb. Have you ever heard of her? No. Okay. Elisa Lamb, that's L-A-M, um, was last seen on January 31st, 2013 in the lobby of the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. I know that one. Yeah. Did you see that documentary? Fucking, oh. There's an American Horror Story Cecil Hotel season. Yeah. The hotel. Oh, my God. She was vacationing through the West Coast. (gasps) I know this story. Um, Keep going. Okay. And then I can tell you. It's okay. Well, it's famous enough. I mean, I might know some of them, too. She was vacationing through the West Coast, documenting the trip on her blog and checking in with her parents every day. On January 31st, those calls stopped. Lamb had vanished. Soon... The police were involved, and her parents arrived to help with the search. They had nothing. That February, LAPD released elevator surveillance footage of Lamb before her disappearance. Did you see this video? No. You have to watch this video. I am going to watch it right after this. It is probably the creepiest video I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, my God. I am so freaked out right now. (laughs) The footage shows Lamb behaving strangely in the elevator, appearing to talk with invisible people peering around the corner of the door, crouching in the corner, and opening and closing the door. But what exactly is going on in this video raises more questions than answers. Theories range from psychotic episodes to demonic possession to unknown assailants just out of the camera's view. 
And then they do give a link to the video, so I will definitely watch it. Okay. So the creepiest thing to me is, like, I don't know what's going on in it. It's really spooky. Mm-hmm. But the spookiest thing is, like, that's mm-hmm. the last anybody saw of her, exactly. right? So Yeah. And it says, around that time, hotel guests started reporting weird things happening at the Cecil Hotel water supply. Ugh. As CNN reports, the shower was awful, said Sabina Baugh who spent eight days there during the investigation. When you turned the tap on, the water was coming black first for two seconds. It's awful. And then it was going back to normal. The tap water tasted horrible, Oh God said. It had a very funny, sweetie, disgusting taste. I don't know if it's supposed to be sweetie or sweaty, but it's a sweetie. (laughs) I know how to read. It's a very strange taste. I can barely describe it. But for a week, they never complained. We never thought anything of it. She said, we thought it was just the way it was here. On the morning of February 19th, a hotel employee climbed to the roof and used a ladder to investigate the hotel's water storage tanks. That's where authorities found the decomposing naked body of Lamb, whose personal items were found nearby. So sad. After an autopsy, her death was labeled accidental. Which is bananas. Yeah. Because how the uh, fuck... Did she get in there? Here we go. So that's where the question comes. So NBC Los Angeles reported at the time about the strange circumstances in the hotel's past. The tank has a metal latch that can be opened, but authorities said access to the roof is secured with an alarm and lock. The single room occupancy hotel has an unusual history. Night stalker Richard Ramirez, Mm -hmm. who was found guilty of 14 slayings in the 1980s, lived on the 14th floor for several months in 1985. An international serial killer, Jack Unterweger, is suspected of murdering three prostitutes during the time he lived there in 1991. He killed himself in jail in 1994. In 1962, a female occupant jumped out of one of the hotel's windows, killing herself and a pedestrian on whom she landed. Woof. That sounds horrifying. Mm. In February 2021, a Netflix doc called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, explored Elisa's tragic case and the history of the cursed Cecil Hotel. Maybe that's what I watched. Potentially, yeah. But yeah, they like showed like to get to the water tower, not from the locked door. Mm-hmm. You had to like scale the side of the wall, basically. Like there's yeah, like a ladder, but it looked insane. Like nobody would actually do that. Yeah, so that's fucking crazy. I'm just grabbing my uh Oh yeah. So what'd you think? Would you like some of those stories? Yeah, no, I think my favorite one was the, the Elsa doll because I can relate to that. I mean, it's just fuck, fucked up and sorry, but I'm never buying an Elsa doll. That's why you don't buy your kids' dolls. Don't buy them. I mean just don't just don't, but just it's don't. hard not to. I know. Just tell the kids that they're possessed. Happens. I found this headless uh, doll torso in my daughter's room, so I just... That's not terrifying. Commandeered it and just decided... And what would be even more fucked up if she's like, I've never seen that doll in my life. I know, I know. She didn't say that. They just laughed. Well, to close out our episode, I did. We did talk about tarot cards. So shout out to Shannon who did our tarot card yes, episode um, a week or so ago, and she gave us some beautiful gifts, didn't she, Shelly? Yes, she did. So Shelly's gonna go grab hers. But um, if you guys didn't know, I'm a Tim Burton fan, and I love Nightmare Before Christmas. It's my favorite movie, and 
it's one of those things that, um, you know, when people see things that are Nightmare Before Christmas, they usually pick them up. But this was probably one of the fucking coolest gifts ever. Yeah. Because so it thoughtful. is, I don't know if you remember Shannon saying this on the previous one, is that you really shouldn't buy your own set of tarot cards. You should. They be should gifted. be gifted to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, Shelly, I was already planning on buying you, you know, some tarot cards. And I'm like, man, she beat me to it. But... I ended up getting a, a pack as well. So she got me Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas tarot deck and guidebook. And I'm super excited because it is so cute. And she got me the White Sage Tarot, which is like these little mm-hmm. watercolor pictures of animals and like beautiful things. Okay. And it's definitely... And the weird thing is that, you know, there mm-hmm. are what, hundreds a hundred? How many cards are in the tarot? I mean, tarot? I mean it's I like know. at least a hundred, right? There's enough to not There's know the a number. Lot, right? So <laughs> I was just going through number. all of them, right? Just looking at them while we were sitting there. 78 cards. 78 cards, right? I picked one card and I was like, Shannon, I love the Page of Wands. And she was like, that's the card that made me buy the deck for you. <gasps> And I was like, what are the fucking chances? There it is. That's the page of wands. Oh, my goodness. I looked at that, and I was like, I love this card. And she's like, that's why I bought the deck. It's not anywhere. It's not here. That's not the page of wands. How did she know that? I don't know. She saw it on a picture on, like, Amazon or wherever she bought them. So what am I doing? You have to pick a card. Um, Or cut the deck or pick one card. I think it's um, cut the deck. Remember how we were, like, you know, just... One was like jumping out or whatever, but I'll uh just you cut it and then I'll shuffle. Them. I don't like that. I want to see if any speak to. Yeah. I don't know. This one's coming out right away. All right. All right. Now here's the cool thing about this deck, is in the book. It has um, it says upright or reversed. Yep. Okay, so now what would you consider this the way that this is positioned? Because it's pointing towards you, I would say it's reversed. Reversed, okay. Perfect. So that's what I was going to say, the same thing. All right, so this looks like, I think this whole, that's really creepy because I think that's the first one that I picked. Huh. That's really weird. It's How like, is that possible? I don't know, but I'm just going to go with it. This stuff is real. Okay, so this is, I guess this is two... Oh, I see how they do it. Like one, two, three, four, like ace, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a two of potions. Reversed. Have things been feeling a little off between you and someone important in your life? Examine your own needs and motivations. How do you really feel about this relationship? Are you being honest, compassionate, and supportive? Are they? Give yourself time to reflect, take a deep breath, and try talking things out. If equilibrium can't be reached, moving on alone may be the best course of action. So this rings true in terms of like if I'm imagining like my relationship with like my job. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I'm starting a new job tomorrow. So it was kind of like one of those things where like I had to like reconsider what was happening. Different. Yeah. And like maybe moving on was like the right step. So that's kind of works. I love it. Love it. All right. All right. Now I want to see what yours does. All right. Cut the deck, please. <clears throat> yes, ma'am. These are cool looking. They look like basket weed. Do, do, do. Okay. Now I shuffle. Yep. 
and then you just I don't know. Or I can pick one or whatever. It doesn't. None of them are jump. There we go. None of them are. Jumping. <laughs> None of them are jumping while one jumps out. This is the world. Who run the world, girls? Completion and celebration. All right. Just as a great oak starts as a wee acorn, we need to suspend suspend our belief that life is limited to our simple vision. Everything is interconnected with all other happenings. All right. So there's a bigger picture. At large, right? I mean, there's got to be. Something bigger going on. What is on. life, you know? Completion and celebration. So that's that's a good way to start the week. That I is think. a good way to start the week. Thank you so much for reading my cards. And um, I thought this was, you know, we could do this every time. This is actually kind of fun. Yeah, this could be like a nice way to end each episode. I love it. I love it. Until we annoy the fuck out of people and they stop listening to us. No, but, you know, no. I think uh, I mean, you can maybe get, they'll they jump can, on board. They can do it themselves. They can do it alongside with us. Right. When we do our tarot cards, they can read their tarot cards. Yeah. And uh, speaking of, you know, different areas and different listeners. Um, oh, yeah. Let's give a little shout out. So let's see if uh, in the last week we've had uh, a lot of oh, people like the uh, tarot card episode. So, oh, really? Um, Austin, Barneveld, and Farmville. Ooh. Farmville's a real place. I thought Way there was to go, a game Farmville. on Facebook. That's Awesome. Way to be. I want a cool name of a town. Um, but yeah, we have uh, a lot of a lot of awesome listeners. And then we have, you know, the U.S., Russian Federation, and Germany. Hello, Germany. Hello, Hello Russian Hello. Federation. Hello, yes. U.S. Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. All right, well, those were some fucked up stories. I'm not buying an Elsa doll. <laughs> and... We need to go through our pictures and our videos and stuff. I'm going to do that contrast stuff, and then I'll try to report back. All right. Sounds but, good. All right. All right. All right. Sleep well.